Greetings and welcome to episode 1.6 of my podcast. I hope that this evening, or day, or morning, or deep night, finds you and your loved ones well and happy. Talking in yesterday's episode about my past so much felt strange because I have changed so much since those times, especially in the last five years. It felt like I was talking about another person when I was describing all these interests I had in childhood. Some of them continue to this day in some form, but especially over the last five years, I have almost completely changed in terms of my main interests and the things I spend my life doing, rather than the things that I was talking about in yesterday's episode. Uh, these days. A lot of my time is spent on things related to music, listening to music, learning about it, my odyssey through the history of recorded music, and of course writing my own. With my discovery of No Macdonald in early 2019, I became even more keenly interested in comedy, and started making new discoveries in that area. I think it's fair to say that I'm a tough audience when it comes to comedy. I find it hard to, for example, find sitcoms that I enjoy. Seinfeld is the only sitcom I have watched from beginning to end. I also felt that yesterday's episode perhaps went on a little bit too long. Today I want to make another change of pace episode. It occurred to me that it might be fun to have either an occasional or regular segment. Where I check out my Twitter and refer to interesting or amusing tweets I have seen. Among the first people I followed was, of course, David Lynch, and yesterday he tweeted about the passing of Polish composer Krzysztof Penderecki, whose work has also appeared in David Lynch's film works. And he wrote, "Dear Twitter friends." So sad to hear of the passing of Krzysztof Penderecki. Krzysztof Penderecki was one of the greatest composers of all time. His work also appeared, of course, in Stanley Kubrick's *The Shining* and the horror film *The Exorcist*, which I still have not seen. Out of David Lynch's work, it was used in *Inland Empire*, *Wild at Heart*. And the third season of Twin Peaks. Of course, the composer had a huge amount of other work, but I'm mentioning these films because that is where most of us will likely have heard him. Then my eye was caught by a tweet from English author and commentator Norman Lebrecht. Apologies if I mispronounced that name. It was a link to his blog, and it read. Major haircut at Philadelphia Orchestra, and there's a picture of a conductor in front of the orchestra. The conductor has very short hair, so I was interested to hear if there had been a major haircut at the orchestra. I hope to see before and after pictures, but of course, when I clicked on it, it turned out it was a story about a pay cut, not a haircut. Then, from actor Edward James Olmos, who is 
one of my very favorite actors, alongside people like Christopher Walken. Edward James Olmos posted a very heartfelt video message about the people bringing food to the table of the United States in this time, as in, of course, times before as well. A lot of them are immigrant workers, and this tweet from Edward James Olmos has him addressing us and them directly, talking directly to the camera. And he points out how not only the first responders and the healthcare workers and everyone else working to get us through this crisis, also the people picking the food, doing the actual work of harvesting and so on, they are the backbone of us as human beings, as a species. Like others have pointed out, this crisis has made it clear who are the people that we really depend on, on whose good work our lives depend. If the people bringing us the food, cleaning the streets, cleaning the places where we live and work, and of course the cooks, the waiters, these professions that unfortunately many people look down on, those are the most important professions of all. Our being alive depends on them doing their work well. So they deserve our respect. This reminds me, I wanted to comment on an aspect of Norm MacDonald's final, for now, stand-up appearance. What struck me about that, after watching it many times, I think it's really brilliant, it's, uh, it's an instant classic. And what also struck me about the Bat song that he posted very recently on his official YouTube channel. One brilliant thing about that coronavirus stand-up and the Bat song is that even while he is making people laugh about this, which we really badly need, I think this is exactly what's needed and as soon as we can. Nobody is laughing at the victims, but in order for us to be able to ease the tension, being able to laugh at something related to this otherwise horrible topic, that is helpful. And that is, for example, something that did not happen after 9-11, and that morbid seriousness about it back then, I believe, led to many wrong steps taken after that, because people were not able to get a sense of perspective about it, and therefore there were steps taken that most likely made things much worse than they would have been had cooler heads prevailed. But to return to my point about that set and the bat song, a brilliant thing about them is that while they are making people laugh also, which is badly needed, and it's really a helpful and healing thing. I'm using this word healing a lot in these podcasts, but I'm not using it lightly. That brilliant thing is that at the same time as he's making people laugh, he is also going through all the main points to know the things that we need to know about coronavirus and protecting ourselves from it and taking the right precautions. He refers to washing your hands, 
not touching your face, the need for distance, the inadvisability of being in such close quarters with other people, and that is why it was the last of his appearances for now, until this thing is over. But he, even that point he makes in a way that makes people laugh. It is ingenious to me. Also in the Bat song, which features him cooking what is supposedly Bat, even in that one you see hand sanitizer, Purell, and he uses it at one point in the video. That's in a speeded up segment of the video. You see him take a squirt of Purell and sanitize his hands with it while preparing Bat to eat. And of course the song itself ends with the thought that because of this thing now, the me of the song is no longer going to eat bat. Also about that song, it has a brilliant last couple of lines. It's the perfect ending to that song. I mentioned this in a previous episode. The song was written and performed by Josh Gardner and it features Norm MacDonald in the video. Actually, I think this is a good place to end this episode. I do recommend watching that video by Edward James Olmos. It's a great message, and when at the end he says, bless your hearts, you know, that is something that when he says that, he says it with all his heart. He's an actor that I have liked ever since watching the original Miami Vice. He was my favorite thing about that series. And then, of course, later he appeared in Battlestar Galactica, the version from the 2000s in the main role. And what's interesting is that he had creative control over those characters, which is highly unusual in this kind of TV series format. This was episode 1.6, and I hope that you are doing well. Thank you for listening, and wherever you are, good night.